Hello and welcome to Cheap Wave number 13 on the Game Wave podcast. My name's Joe. And I'm Cheap Shot. Hello, everyone. It's been a long time. Yeah. It's been four months. Four think, months. Hasn't it? Yeah, I, I mean, I, I forgot what I even looked like. What's your name yeah, again? I forgot what Chip Tune is. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I've just been incredibly busy. Um, so we just haven't had time to uh, to sit down, but um, we've both found some time today. We've yep. got quite a list of of tunes stacked up and ready to cram into your brains. Uh, we should mention the first track, though, that we just played. Oh, yeah, of course. I'll let you do that. Okay, that was a track by Mega Neko and Rimmed Craft, and they're both Swedes. You can hear the the bouncy Swedes Swede style in the the track there, and it's called okay. Astro Soda. Astro Soda, great little track on Mega Neko's Bandcamp. Check it out. Yep. So yeah, what we've been up to? I've been working. I've been playing lots of board games as usual. That seems to take up a lot of my free time. And there was oh, something, yeah. there was something else I wrote on the list here, but it's gone. Ah, because it's a feature later. Uh, I've been judging the Chip Tunes Equals Win Volume oh, yeah, 6 compilation, which has, dr- well, the uh, the announcement has dropped now, but I can talk a bit about that later. Uh, Joe, yourself, yeah. what, what have you been up to? Yeah, something that's been taking up a lot of my time. Um, my band got featured in a documentary on the, the music scene in Sheffield. Mm, yeah, I saw the trailer and... You mentioned, um, yeah, commercial music just doesn't interest me at all or something like that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Well, I ended up, like, my band ended up being quite a big part of the documentary. and um, Amazing. I'm on screen for quite a while, actually. And it was, I ended up getting roped into the the production of it as well, um, which I actually really enjoyed. So I've just been working on that any spare time that I had. The name of the doc was, what's it called? It's called the Doom Doc because the genre of music that my band is kind of involved in is doom, doom metal. Which I actually, the, the ver- I, I always remember the very first Doom track I ever heard was from a band called Nintendo, Doom, okay. and that came from from my association with the with the kind of chip tune video game music scene. Because they they were a Doom band that played um, video game covers Amazing. Uh, in in a Doom, doom they... style, and I was like, wow, what's this? Are they still going? No, no, I don't think so. It okay. was just one of them really obscure bands from the MySpace era. Ah, top eight. Top eight. I'll put you in my top eight on MySpace. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's, uh, that sounds amazing, man. Um, it's been released, the documentary. It's, uh, is it showing in cinemas or is it... How can, we, how can the listeners get hold of that? No, it's, it's only had a premiere in, in Sheffield at an independent cinema called The Showroom. And that went really well. We we sold out two screens and ended up in the biggest screen. Mm. It was great. But now that's been done, um, the director, Connor, he wants to show it at documentary festivals. Okay. So he's already applied for some. And and he's, he's in talks with distributors and things like that. We're, we're hoping in about a year's time it'll be freely available for everyone. But for now, it's kind of a documentary festival thing. Right, right, right. Well, well, excellent, mate. That uh, I really want to watch it. Shall we jump into what we've got coming up on the show? We have music from Pajama. We have something brand new from Henry Homesweet under a new alias coming yep. up next. The upcoming stuff from both of our labels. 
some talk about the Combo Arcade Cafe up in Scotland. I want to say Edinburgh, but I yeah. think that's wrong. It's Edinburgh. It yeah. is Edinburgh, okay. And yeah, just loads of cool music. So stick around. Coming up straight away. Yeah, um, as Joe just said, we've got the new one from Henry Homesweet, aka Truther, and this is called Chem Moon. Check it out.
Hey, this is Disasterpiece, and you're listening to the Game Wave podcast. Hi, this is RK Koma, and you're listening to Game Wave. Okay, that first track you heard there was Chem Moon by Trutha, the new project from Henry Homesweet, which just seemed to come out of nowhere, but I'm very glad it did. Mm. It's it's really good. Four tracks, free download at essentialchip.com. Aye. And the second track yep. by? By Javier Dang, and that, that track was called Conflict. Yeah, that's a... Nice little album, uh, album slash EP. Definitely go and check that one out. Yep, you can find that at javierdang.bandcamp.com. As usual, all the track titles and artist names will be in the show notes for you to peruse at your convenience. Yep, please do, please do. Yep. Yeah, we're going to talk about shows then. Um, go for it, Joe, you, you start. I, I went to a chiptune gig, I think it was back in April... Harley Likes Music put that on at a Polish bar, mm. which, which is a, a place that a lot of the um, electronic music stuff tends to happen in Sheffield. Harley played, um, Kenno Bit played. Oh, wicked. Dr. Robitnik. Oh, uh, right. Okay. It was just great. Like, there was, you know, a lot, quite a few people down, I'd say about 60 or so. And I think he raised quite a bit of money for a charity as well. So, just great to see, really. Good old. Donk Master Harley. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. And linking into that, um, James from Calm Down Kid got in touch, didn't he, just to let us know about a new Instagram account which he's started. 
yep. where he's posting up all the flyers for, for ch- uh, chip shows happening in the UK and Europe. Yep, yep, yep. And that is UK EU Chip Tune Shows. That's the account name on Instagram. Yeah. So if you're on Instagram and you're into Chip Tune, definitely give that a follow. Uh, that's a nice little project to spread the word. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Uh, personally, I have uh, Square Sounds Tokyo coming up. We've yeah. just got the flyers and posters in today for that. So super excited for this year's anniversary. Uh, of Square Sounds, it's the fifth year. So nice. if you're in the Tokyo area in, the, in mid-September, then definitely come down. Yeah, uh, I saw the poster. It was looking sick. Yeah, as always, M7 Kenji is the guy in charge of that, and he's just blown it out of the park again, as he always does. You know, he does yeah. excellent art. You think it can't get better, uh, but he's always uh, improving and changing and adapting his style to whatever's kind of hip. Very happy with it. Uh, very briefly, we've got a full lineup announced now. It's Saturday, Sunday, uh, two days. From overseas, we have Calavera, who's an Australian. Um, we have Note, who's from New York. And D-B-O-Y-D, D-Boyd, who we've had on the show here a few times. We also have uh, Pan Perdue from France. <laughs> ah, they played that gig. That's, they played the gig in Sheffield. <laughs> There we go. They were really good, actually. They really got the crowd going. Yeah, I'm really excited to see them live. I'm really, really excited. And uh, we also have Wickland, who is from Sweden. Nice. So, yeah, it's going to be a cheap shot. We have a cheap shot. He's he's a local, though. (laughs) And headlining on Saturday, Toriana. And headlining on Sunday is Chip Tanaka. Nice. Yep, yep. Very good. Get excited. Okay, Joe, cool. what's, what's coming up next? What's the next track? Is a little excerpt from a 30-minute long track from Pajama. They're a project we've played on, on the show before, and it seems to be the current musical project of a guy we used to absolutely rinse on the podcast back in the day called Flogiston. Right, 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 right. Very, very proggy, very atmospheric. And here's a little excerpt from their latest release. It's called Womb.
This is Player Two, and you're listening to the Game Wave Podcast. This is Don't Blink or You'll Die, and you're listening to the Game Wave Podcast. Okay, you just heard two tracks there. The first was an excerpt from a track called Womb by Pajama. And the second one was uh, Adoracion al Sol by Atoms or Fairies. Joe is probably better at at Spanish than me because I heard that he's actually learning, but uh, I gave it my best. (laughs) Muy bien. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to learn Spanish at the moment. I guess that means Adoration of the Sun. Mm-hmm. And that was a track by Atoms or Fairies from uh, a compilation album called Chip Folk, which came out on the format.df mm-hmm. net label. And I got to know those guys through another, yet another article on the Chip Tune scene that Bandcamp have done. But I hope they keep them coming because this one was all about the Mexican scene or the South American scene. And I learned a lot. And it was talking about what format.df are doing over there. And they, they do a festival, I think, don't they? They do, yeah. They do a fairly big festival down there in Mexico. I know they get a lot of uh, US artists to head down there and play. So, yeah. Yeah. It's good to see. Good to see. I was just going to say, Bandcamp really really do know how to do their research, don't they? They, they did the yeah. one on the Japanese chip scene as well, which was pretty accurate. And, yeah, basically yeah. good reporting, good good journalism. Well done, Bandcamp. Keep it up. 
Definitely. I mean, yeah, it, it, you know, even for people like me and you who like to think we know a thing or two about chip tune, I always mm. learn so much reading those articles. So it's great. Yeah, yeah, just that whole compilation, Chip Folk, it, it's pretty interesting. It's all about Mexican melodies and, and rhythms and folk tunes and things and, and making them into chip tunes. So, um, yeah, we'll put, we'll put a link to that in the show notes. And kind of segueing into the next thing we're going to talk about, um, my band was recently on tour with a band from Mexico. They're really cool, cool guys, and we spent the last this few is a, days with them. This is a doom band then, right? Yeah, they 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 play kind of like it's like doom instrumental doom, but with with a space theme. They put like um, samples from like NASA recordings and stuff into the music. It's really cool. Okay. And we played eight eight dates with them up and down the UK, and the first one was in Edinburgh, and um, we turned up really late because of the Van Hire situation, which is a whole other story. But <laughs> well, I, as as soon as we got there, I saw Comptroller and Arcade Coma were there which was a really nice surprise. Oh, they'd, they'd come to see you then? Yeah, yeah, because ah, that's right. where they live. Nice, nice, um, nice. Yeah, in fact, I'd seen Comptroller play at a venue kind of literally just two doors down from where we were. But yeah, um, they were there. I had a really good chat with them. It's the first time I've seen them in ages. And right, right. Then... How long, can I ask, how long has um, Comptroller... Is he from, he's from Scotland originally, right? Yeah, yeah, it must be. I right, so, right, yeah. okay. I had this weird image in my head that he moved to Scotland to start his new project, which we're going to talk about, but that that's not right. No, no. Okay. No, no. For as long as I've known him, he's lived in Edinburgh, and he's got a very Scottish accent, so... Roger that, I, Roger I, I that. think he must okay. have grown up there. Um, so what yeah, is this he, project of his, yeah? Yeah, he gave me a flyer for his new arcade cafe, which is called Combo. Yep. Combo. And <laughs> I'd I'd seen a lot about it online anyway, and I was like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity to visit. So mm. um, we had a, a couple of spare hours the next day, and right. we went down to his cafe, and it's great. Um, you know, it's pretty close to the Edinburgh city centre. Okay, and it's a good location then. Yep, yep, and he has six arcade machines in there that is imported from japan or something mm-hmm. like that yeah um, it's one of the main things that i see on instagram actually his his posts on there are always very interesting like the arcade machines or some kind of cakes and stuff yeah it looks really really cool i really want to go there yeah it's awesome you just you turn up and you order a drink or some food or whatever and then you buy some tokens mm-hmm. and he had um you know, he's got six different games on and he rotates them all the time. So there's, you know, it's worth going back. Ah, right, yeah. See what he's yeah. got on. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, we played a lot of, there was a lot of uh, like Capcom versus Marvel type mm-hmm. games and then some uh, shoot 'em ups as well. So, um, Is it big enough to have events there? Like ship yeah. events, I mean. Well, I mean, yeah, ship events. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it could definitely accommodate, you know, 20, 30 people mm, um, if you rearrange the furniture. Have you been uh, to but... Café La Siesta in um, Kyoto? No. Okay, because that place is super tiny. It's, yeah, 20 people, I guess. Is but that the... where, did Harley play there once? I. Probably, I think, yeah. After he did Square Sounds Tokyo, he went down to Kyoto, I think. Yeah, yeah. Mm. 
But yeah, that's it's really cool to hear. I mean, I wish uh, Comp Control the, the best of luck with that. It's not been open that long now, maybe six months or something. Can't yeah, be a year. If, if that. No, yeah, not yeah. a year. Yeah. Nice one, nice one. Yeah. Okay, and coming up now, two more tracks. The first one is from, in fact, linking it in again, this is a guy from Manchester who came to see both of the band's um, that I was just talking about on the tour and we got chatting and he's he's a writer for a, a famous metal magazine called Terrorizer but he also has his own kind of metal slash chiptune project where he samples uh, games and, and sounds and then kind of screams over the top of them mm-hmm. um, so this is my friend Frenchy with his project Hexagon Trail and This is a track from his latest release. This track is called Welcome to Die. This is President Hoodie of Chip Win, and you are listening to the Game Wave podcast. Yay!
Okay, you just heard some seriously heavy tracks. The first was called Welcome to Die by Hexagon Trail. And the second one, the track is called Solitaire. And this is by She Wants the D-Pad and Zombie Shark. I'm not familiar with either of these. Um, it, it's from this uh, label, which I like, called Nintendo Core Lives. We've played some mm, of their stuff on the show before. They come out with these huge kind of Nintendo Core compilations. And this is from the latest one called Dungeon Crawler. Yeah, re- really good stuff. <laughs> if you like that kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so now it's time. Do you want to tell us a bit about the uh, the latest Chiptunes equals win? I think it's volume six, isn't it now? Yeah, volume six. Uh, every year, I'm sure you're aware, they have a kind of competition where you send in your tracks. There's a bunch of judges and the best 51 tracks or at least the highest ranking rated uh, 51 tracks get on the compilation. And that's just been announced. I don't have it in front of me, but I know there was a few uh, cheap cheap beats artists on there, scored very highly, uh, Rob Octopus, who we're going to play a track from later, and um, Please Lose Battle, they had a track on there as well. Um, Awesome. And yeah, just some really, really good tracks. It was, as always, very hard to judge. And this year, actually, I really, really dropped a ball and just... I left the judging way too late and I actually ended up doing close to 150 tracks in um, one evening, just actually, <laughs> like the last evening. Oh dear. It's like judges cut off dates tomorrow. I was like, okay. The, the, the Brandon gives us a, a Google sheet, like an Excel sheet with all the tracks on. And I was like, well, it can't be that bad. It's like, holy moly. I think it was 180 altogether. I was like, right. Okay. I've got to get my beer out. I've got to just hardcore this and do it all through the night. So I think I did it from 10 p.m. till 2 a.m. Went to bed for a few hours, then woke <laughs> up at 4:30 to finish it. And wow, <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I got it done. I really Were don't want to. Tracks that you really like that didn't make it on there? Uh, not particularly. It, it the judges, even if we have disagreements between ratings like it's a one to five rating so occasionally there'll be tracks that someone's rated five and i'll give it perhaps like a three or 3.5 but generally the quality just shines through for for any of the judges oops i just dropped a coin instead of a bollock (laughs) but yeah it was uh fantastic fantastic to be a part of that again and i can't wait for it to be released yeah awesome well i'm sure we're playing yeah i guess i should say as well thanks to everyone that did uh, submit a track but didn't get on the compilation it really is the 51 tracks the top 51 tracks and then the the second 51 tracks the the, the difference in score is really actually quite minimal mm. i mean there's not to speak badly of people but there's tracks that are like most of us give one star or you know two star that are, are quite bad but then the the amount of quality is actually very very high so yeah it, it's just a crapshoot um sometimes for if you're actually in like the top for, from 40 to 60 it's really really very very um slight differences in scores that make yeah. it up so and so the chip tunes win spin-off compilation i mean this has been going on for a, about three years now I think Cheat Beats has been one. Um, Cheat Beats equals win. Essentially, the fifty-one to the sorry, the fifty-two to a hundred, those tracks will probably mm. be picked up by another uh, uh, label, 
and put yeah. out as this kind of side release. And that, that seems to be the, the way that the uh, compilation has been working these last few years. So I look forward to those 51 to 100 tracks as well. They, they should be, they, they will be fine and, and definitely worth uh, releasing. So yeah, yeah, nice. that's the way it works. And you picked the next track as well, didn't you? I did. This is by a Australian fellow called Classic Mistake. Yeah. And he's a nano loop um, artist. And we're going to play the track called Face Removal. And this is a track that he wrote with um, Jules, actually. I actually think both of them. Oh, no, no, just Jules from Simba, a.k.a. JDDJ3J. When, yeah. when he was down in Melbourne for Square Sounds Melbourne earlier this year, they got together and Jules worked with Classic Mistake on this track. So, yeah, enjoy.
That second track you just heard was from an artist who's new to me called Umin, U-M-I-N. It's another pick from Cheap Shot on today's show. That track was called J-H from his latest release, um, Time T1 colon Earn. And Mm. the, the titles are a bit strange there, and so is the music, but very original, creative, and unique. I really like that. Yeah, for sure. I think I originally saw it on Facebook somewhere, uh, maybe in the Chip Win group, which I recommend all Chiptune fans actually join. It's a, yeah. a big old group, lots of cool stuff in there. But it was a video of the guy playing, or Umin playing live. Uh, it was a, vi- a video, and uh, as part of his setup, he had this these weird kind of uh, instruments that he kind of made himself, and there was a, a a skull of maybe a sheep or a small lamb or something on there, which was pretty cool, pretty uh, uh, eye-stopping, if you like. Like, whoa, 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 I'm going to stop scrolling a minute and check out this guy with his skull instrument. So Interesting. It says on his Bandcamp page, instruments used on this release, baritone, uke, ukulele, I guess, mm. um, guitar, lamellophone, I have no idea what that is, <laughs> metal springs screwed to a piece of wood, and a, a Game Boy DMG running LSDJ. <laughs> there we go. So it's time to get into the Japanese of this week's episode. A little Japanese lesson. Cheap, cheap Shot, of course, lives in Ibaraki-ken, near Tokyo in Japan. Correct. I used to live out there. And it's summertime in Japan, which is just a great, great time to be there. Um, and I think you were telling me your town's having its Natsumatsuri, its yes. summer festival. Yes, we have the summer festival. There, there's been a few already. Um, the city I live in is quite large, so there's kind of districts have their own summer festivals. We've played a couple as well. Remember, I do taiko. I play uh, the the Japanese yeah. drum, and our our crew has done a couple of these festivals already. But yeah, tomorrow right. is. The Natsumatsuri, the official Natsumatsuri for my city, which is the summer festival. I'm uh, really looking forward to that. Um, I posted on Instagram earlier this evening just a video of the, the lanterns, the very colourful lanterns down the street, which is always real nice to see. Yeah, when you sent me that, it, it just like, it just, I, I wanted to be there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a very special time in the summer. Um, you know, we have... Uh, I guess if we, I'm talking to the UK listeners, because that's the only other culture I know of being brought up in, well, we have like a carnival, don't we? Uh, like a village carnival, town carnival. Where... In the UK? Yeah. You don't? Not in Sheffield. <laughs> no, there's nothing. There's nothing. Other than like music festivals, there's nothing to compare it. There's no folk festivals really left for okay. the majority of British people, in my opinion, in my okay. experience. So let's just describe the Japanese summer festival then. Essentially, you'll have one large part of the town, like a street in my uh, particular town. The street will be cordoned off and there will be these things called uh, omikoshi, which is, it's a small shrine, which it's hard to describe. It's like a small shrine on planks of wood, like Mm. long planks of wood that people carry on their shoulders. I mean... You've probably seen it in Japanese culture, these, you know, shrines that they carry on their shoulders with the little kind of sweat band towel around their heads as they carry it along. Is it, it a along. Shinto thing? You know what? I'm not quite sure. And I bet my wife yeah. doesn't even know, so I'm not even going to bother <laughs> calling her. It's just a tradition, right? Yeah. Um, 
So they carry the, the, the shrines down on their shoulders, doing the old huisa, huisa, and washoi, uh, you know, all these kind of words and stuff. And there's yatai, which is the word for a stall by the side of the streets, so all the way down the street, selling things like okonomiyaki or yakitori, fried chicken. Yakisoba. Um, yakisoba. Oh, yeah. Choco banana. Choco banana, yeah. Wata, wata ame, which is candy floss. Or cotton candy, uh, if you're from the States. You have <laughs> things like kingyosukui, which is catching the goldfish with a little paper sieve and try and take that home. But yeah, it's a nice atmosphere. Everyone wears the yukata and has some beers on the street. And yeah. generally good time for all. Yeah, I mean, when I used to live in Aomori in the, in the north, have you heard of Nebuta, Nebuta Matsuri? I haven't actually, no. Have you not? No. Well, yeah, that was kind of the big summer festival in, in that part of the country. And I got to take part in a small way. I, I played taiko in kind of one of the little, like the pre-festival. And it's it's really impressive because in the main Nebuta Fest, uh, Festival, they have huge floats. Um, you know, like the city hall might make one or the local businesses might make one. And there's about... 20 or 30 of these huge things which take about, you know, 20 or 30 people to carry. Um, and it's, they're made from wire with with paper. They're like huge lanterns, basically. Oh, okay. yeah. Made in, in the shape of kind of uh, scenes from Japanese myths oh, and okay. legends. Nice. Very, very impressive. Um, and that was always... It, it was the one time of the year that the Aomori really came to life. And, you know, for seven nights a week... You would wow. just get get involved in this parade that paraded through the streets. Seven of the nights, city. it's a big one, yeah. Yeah, seven nights in a row, and you just join in and dance and sing and just you know, it's just great to see. There's there's not really anything like that in the UK, like mm. I say. Yeah, so that's uh, summer in Japan. We've also, if we're going to throw a few more words in, the the word semi is very ubiquitous. Uh, yeah. It's very. Uh, uh, the semi means cicada because they're very, very noisy. And, yeah, you can hear them in the day chirping or screeching, I guess, is a better word. Yeah, yeah, it kind of takes over. It's just everywhere, that noise. And, yeah. obviously, the humidity, which oh, um, yeah. you'd say, you'd, for norm, normally you would say it's it's hot, it's atsui, but mushi atsui means it's humid yeah. and kind of... That's the one thing everyone complains about, I guess, isn't it? The humidity in the summer, yeah. It, yeah. it doesn't drop below 30 degrees some days, like 24 hours, 30 degrees. Yeah. I remember I would, take, you know, sometimes take a shower and then you'd put your clothes on. Literally, within five minutes of leaving the house, you'd just be soaked again mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. in your own sweat or whatever. <laughs> Or, or whatever. <laughs> well, um. All right, so there we go. Uh, so just to wrap that up, we got Natsumatsuri, which is a summer festival. We had the Omikoshi, which is the shrine that they carry on their shoulders. We had Yatai, which was the stalls by the side of the road. Uh, we had Choco Banana, which I'm sure you can probably <laughs> guess what that means. And we had Kingyosukui, which is goldfish saving, uh, scooping them up. And mushiatsi for being very humid. Thank you. Very good. <laughs> very good, Sensei. 
Oh, good. Right, coming up next, this is a track I think that Joe chose. Yeah, next track up comes from a new artist to me again called Shadru. Um, S-H-A-D-R-E-W from Atlanta, Georgia. And he's just put out a release called The Ether. Get it on Bandcamp and you can buy this one on cassette too as well, which I might actually do. It's a 12-track EP of really, really like beautifully produced, um, you know, very luscious mm. chip tune. Synth-wavy. Um, yeah, it just sounds great, as you'll hear. Um, there's a, there's It features a, a few other artists from the chiptune scene, like Cyanide Danson, and there's, there's a remix by Mega Neko at the end. This track is the first track from the release, and it's called Wake Up featuring Piper Olsen. So, uh, yeah, enjoy. Yeah. 
I'm IYD, and you're listening to the Game Wave Podcast. This is BitShifter, and you're listening to the Game Wave Podcast. first track you heard there was Wake Up by Shadru, and that is on the Play It Loud label, which um, I think TTB have also had a release with them as well, right? Oh, yeah, that oh, rings a bell, yeah. Always quality stuff. And the second track is by Phonetic Hero. It's called Go Get 'em Ace, and this is a soundtrack to a shoot-em-up that you can buy on a shoot-em-up or a flight simulator is more accurate, flight, I think. Combat flight simulator, I think, yeah. Whoa. And that yeah. is available on the Steam store, actually. And the artist, I mentioned that, yeah, it's Phonetic Hero. Great, great artist, great album. <laughs> I love it. It's just so Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, very. Yeah. Okay, and now it's time for a short ad break. Hey, kids, it's Mossy. And I'm here to tell you about a new lotion that's going to make you a rock star. That's right. With one application of Mossy's Shred Cream, you will be able to play the guitar like a god. You, too, will be able to enjoy the fame, the parties, the groupies, and most importantly, the mega rush of a million screaming fans clawing at the stage for a taste of the king's boot. And the best part is, it costs zero dollars. I am not lying. So head on over to mossyshredcream.com while supplies last and get yourself a can. Your life will never be the same. That's the Mossy Promise. Try it today. Hello, my name is Little Tommy Willikers from Anchorage, Nebraska, and I can try just like this now. Is it more? 
that wasn't really an advert. That was a track from an upcoming release we have coming up on Pterodactyl Squad. And I'm really excited to release this one. Um, fans of Pterodactyl Squad will probably recognize the name Ramin King. He put out a Weezer Mega Man mashup a few years ago on the label, which is one of my favorite releases we've ever put out, really. Um, he's a really talented guy. This one just caught me by surprise. He sent it over. It's called Number Three, the Mossy Album, and it's kind of a concept album about moss. Um, <laughs> As and you do. Yeah, that's all I can really say because you have you're gonna have to hear this to really understand it and appreciate it. But it's extremely funny. Uh, I put it on my iPod and kind of just went for a stroll, and I, it just had me laughing out loud the whole time. Um, but it's also really musical, really well produced. Mm, and sounds it, yeah. There is a Whitney Houston Twin Peaks mashup on there as well. So it's not actually under the name Ramin King. It's under his one of his other aliases called Cetera. But yeah, look out for the Mossy album coming from Cetera on Pterodactyl Squad very soon. Awesome. And you've got some uh, news about Cheat Beats as well, haven't you? Yeah, just some uh, upcoming artists. We have Aethernaut, uh, Daya, uh, they're both from the States, and a guy called The Dead. He's also from the States. I've been working with those three uh, for a while now on their releases. And a Japanese artist called Scythe. Uh, I'm looking forward to that one. I like his style. Definitely. Yeah, he's. Uh, we're just working on the art. Kef is going to be the artist doing the artwork for that, so looking forward to it. Uh, speaking about stuff that we've already had come out, uh, Rob Octopus and Orkside, and the latest is Alex Lane. But uh, we're going to pop back to the Rob Octopus release. This is called Your Heart is a Pie Chart, and we're going to play a track from there.
Right, that was a track called Waste Lan, L-A-N, by Rob Octopus, and some really, really clever use of samples there. Big fan of that track, big fan of Rob Octopus. Uh, can't wait to see what he comes up with next. Um, also, I think it'd be worth getting a little update off yourself, because I think on the last show we spoke about how Cheap Beats was switching over to Name Your Own Price downloads, wasn't it? And Correct, I just yes. wondered how that's been going for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm super happy with that. Um, oh, we're still offering CDs for all of the albums that we release. Uh, mm. EPs, anything four tracks or less, we're not bothering to uh, offer CDs for those. Um, but the pay what you want has been fine. I haven't seen any massive deterioration in actual paying customers, if you like. That's really good. Um, so, yeah, I really appreciate everyone's support with that. One thing that has change for me is sometimes if i don't know sometimes you know you have postal issues like cds don't arrive or cds get broken in transit and stuff like that right and oftentimes in the past i'd say well look right um i I can offer you another cd and sometimes i do offer another cd but anyway sometimes i'd like to give people download codes to to particular tracks or particular albums as to say, you know, thanks for your support or, you know, mm. sorry, sorry, I couldn't do that here. I have a few download codes instead. But now it's like, well, the whole of the back catalogue is just uh, pay what right. you want. So <laughs> just, just go and help yourself. <laughs> yeah. I guess that's well, just... Well, surely people understand. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. you're not in this to make money, are you doing it for the I'll love just, of the music? So. Just want the label to keep itself afloat, afford server yeah. space and things like that. Make sure the, the artists are getting paid for their... Um, output, you know, it's it's not about the label; it's more about the artists. So, Cheap Beats is doing a great thing. Like, you know, very it's adding a lot of legitimacy, I think, to the uh, to the whole thing. It's very good. Thanks, man. Thanks. Doing me yeah. best. Doing me best. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're coming towards the end of the show now. If you want to get in touch with us, then we have the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Gamewave Podcast. And please do head over and give us a like because that's where we announce all the, the the new releases and shows and news and stuff and mm-hmm. all that. And then we also have Twitter. You can contact us on there. I'm at Joe Gamewave. And I'm at CheapShot. Yep. And, of course, um, we love it when you leave us iTunes reviews, especially when they're five stars. Mm-hmm. But we we, uh, we had one that wasn't quite five stars, didn't we, recently? Yeah, it, it seems to have been May um, 20th, I think it was, on the American store. It was a, yeah. a scathing review. And he only, it was. He only gave us one star each, Joe. How are we going to survive There's on that? Two stars in total. Um, should, should we read it out? I think we might as well. It's up to you, mate. Uh, Yeah, I'm going to read it out. I'm not too fussed about it. It says, Two self-important dudes taking up over an hour with their chatter with a few half-decent tracks scattered about. Too much talk, not enough music. Which I can... I can accept that that's that's someone's opinion on the show. Yeah, yeah. we've We've always wondered, because the thing is, we could put up a mix, but, you know, with hardly any talking, but that that's there's too many of them mm. you know you can just if you want that i would say yeah don't listen to the podcast i'd say go on youtube and listen to a channel like Krellers or go and listen to things like this week in chip tune mm. you know 
we've I've always tried to do something that feels a bit more like a a radio show yeah. or with, with a bit more personality to it, you know. Horses for courses. I think that's all we can say about that. Yes, but um, you know, obviously that's taken our average rating down. So if you if you do enjoy the show, then um, as always, we would really appreciate positive reviews on iTunes. But we we also appreciate your your opinions and feedback. It, it's uh, it's really useful and uh, and does influence the show. Really, absolutely, absolutely. We're only doing this for you and ourselves because we're so bloody self-important. <laughs> but yeah, it'd be interesting to hear, you know, do you think there's too much talk? Um, would you like to hear more music or more of a certain kind of music or more of a certain kind of talk? or More interviews? Like that? We haven't had an interview in a while, hey? We haven't, we haven't, no. So please do tweet us or messages on the Facebook page or whatever. It'd be great to hear from you. Even if it's a death threat. <laughs> yeah as long as it's five stars (laughs) yeah yeah five star death threat all right okay let's wrap it up yeah um yeah so this has been cheap wave number 13 um some say unlucky maybe unlucky for us with that with that two-star review there Mm -hmm. um yeah it's good good to chat to you cheap shot Um, as always as always yeah and uh, hopefully there won't be such a long break between this and the next episode. Yeah, thanks for listening. Uh, you've been listening to me, Cheap Shot, and... Me, Joe. And the final track here we're going to play is called Signal 9 by an artist called Sig Kill. And this is a heavy one. Farewell, guys. Yeah, see you next time. <laughs> Thank you.